Welcome to episode 3 of the Kantan GamerCast. On this week's show, Japanese pro player opens a Smash Bros. University, a new Pokemon Snap video reveals details about the game, and an iconic landmark in Hakihabara is finally replaced. All this and more, coming up. So, welcome back everybody to episode 3 of the Kantan GamerCast. How are you doing today, Ryan? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you? Yeah, good as always, man. Uh, ready to talk about some games. Um, but yeah, why don't we get into the fun stuff straight away? Uh, what have you been playing this week? I've actually uh, gone back to my Switch this week, and I'm uh, mm. I was playing uh, Breath of the Wild on uh, Master Mode a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, just uh, I haven't played it since it, it launched, pretty much. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've been craving uh, some Zelda <laughs> Zelda time. Getting excited for uh, Skyward Sword coming up. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think, yeah, I was on my Switch and I think I saw you on my friends list and it said that you just played it. And I don't know, you had like a hundred and something hours. Oh, but yeah. It, it, it didn't, <laughs> I thought you were still playing it from like the original playthrough or something. I don't know. <laughs> nah, nah. I, I played through it once. I, I didn't get 100% or anything, mm. but uh, I, I thought I'd, I played it in English the first time because my Japanese yeah, wasn't yeah. very good. So this time I'm going to do a master mode and in Japanese. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> it's like double master mode. Yeah, that's, uh, that's brutal, man. But that, that game I think is, is like one of those rare instances where the game is actually harder than the language. I think you'll find like oh, master yeah. mode is brutal on that game, man. <laughs> really, oh yeah, man. Yeah. I just, just went to the, to the fairy fountain and just stocked up on it as many fairies as I could. Cause, cause uh, yeah. every, everything like one shots me, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah, it's uh, it's not easy, but uh, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. What have I been playing this week? Um, I've still been playing uh, what I was playing last week, God of War. I'm, I've almost got the platinum on that now, so I'm just trying to go through and get the final few achievements. But I completed the main story. Um, but I started a uh, Chrono Trigger, actually. Oh, nice. Which I think you sent me a screenshot like a couple of weeks ago and said, "Oh, you were play- like you were playing the game," but then I. Then I kind of got like the urge to play it, and then I remembered actually have it on my phone, like the Android version. Oh yeah, which uh, I just downloaded, but literally never played. So I started playing that, and um, oh, Nino Cooney is all right. We did the. I was on the stream yeah, last yeah. night. Uh, you were there. Yeah, so, I saw uh, you on the stream. And it's yeah. funny that that you started Chrono Trigger because, uh, like, I just had it up on my phone on a, on an mm. internet on a uh, emulator while I was going to work, and yeah, I yeah. found I found that word you taught us in the first episode. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's what, what, what you. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, I got it here. It's it was. Um, that's a good question. What was it? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, mogurikomu. Mogurikomu. Ah. Yeah. It it was when you uh, when you sneak into like the uh, uh, to fight the castle, one of right? The, yeah, I think in the castle they say like you mogurikonda, like he, he snuck. Yeah, mogurikondeta. I think it's yeah, like shiro shiro ni mogurikondeta, something like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Um, That's it, man. It's all it's all connected. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I also downloaded uh, Genshin Impact, uh, which I oh, think yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna talk about later on the show today. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I saw it pop up in the news, and I thought, you know, I I guess I should probably check that out. You know. Yeah. Did you actually uh, play it yet? Because uh, yeah, I said to you I had it already, right? But I downloaded it maybe about three months ago, and I still haven't even launched it like once. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I played it like uh, about 
maybe 30 minutes or so, mm-hmm. if that. Uh, I had some trouble getting it to run smoothly on my computer at first. Mm. Had to kind of mess with the settings and stuff. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, you want to talk about it now or later on and when we get, uh, get around we'll, to it? Yeah, we'll move into it a little bit later. We've got a kind of loosely connected story. So <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll come back around to that. All right, well, uh, yeah, why don't we move into the news for this week? So our main story... Uh, is a pro Japanese Smash Bros. Play- Smash Bros. player uh, is going to be uh, opening uh, an online Smash Bros. university, uh, uh-huh. which is called the Sumabara, which we talked about last week, if you remember our abbreviated games, Sumabara uh, Shingakuko, which is like a prep school. So um, this is the tweet he put out on, on Twitter. Um, and basically just introducing... Um, himself and the kind of concept of the school, basically saying that it's for uh, beginners. Um, so this guy, I forgot the actual um, ranking. I think it was over here on the, this article. Uh, he's like 100, yeah, ranked 122nd in Japan. So he's not like top tier, but I'm guessing like it's a pretty popular game still in Japan. So getting to 122 is no no kind of amateur feat. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how many people uh, they are uh, playing in the tournaments. It mm. must be must be a lot though, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um especially Yeah, I think especially in Japan, this this game is one of the bigger ones. Um but I think Smash Bros globally is still a pretty big um like esport. Um it's really kind of got its its own like cult following. Um so it's pretty cool. But this guy uh yeah, if we go back over to over to the tweet here um and yeah, I'll try my best to explain just for anyone listening to the podcast if you're not watching on YouTube. Um, but basically, he just kind of sums up like what the school is about. Um, and he says that um, that the difference between the games is not different as you go from like one generation to the other. So people that have been playing it for a long time, they don't have to readapt or don't have to relearn anything. So they basically retain their skill. And anyone coming in new into the newest version of Smash Bros has a much more difficult time. There's a much bigger uh-huh. learning curve, right? Um, and he says that basically he's he's going to teach people with the, in, in kind of a way, he's going to like assume that you know nothing. So he says that other people tend to teach Smash Bros as in like, you know, like I'll, I will help you improve your current skill. But he's saying like, I'm going to go back to like basics, like fundamentals. Like just the, uh, the most basic movement mechanics and like uh, attacks and yeah, like yeah, just, yeah. Just build you from the ground up, I guess. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So like um, this this guy at the bottom here and uh, this thing here, he's basically just saying like you know he's searching on the web for you know like information about like techniques and stuff. But then it goes into the next little frame and it says oh there's just there's too many like I don't know which one's good right because if you search for like oh you know I want to be I want to main as like Captain Falco and uh, what's the best technique to beat someone if they're using like Luigi there's just too many combinations right oh, of yeah. possible characters and then like possible levels and all the moves you can use it's like it's it's complicated right so he's basically just saying that yeah like he's kind of developed this uh, this school for people and the other difference he mentions is like it's not like a it's not like a course or a university course it's more like a school so the way he defines them is like in university is like it's all about self-learning, right? If the the teacher 
teaches and you can't keep up, that's your fault. You have to like do extra study at home to like understand what the teacher said. And that's how he says that most people teach Smash Bros. But this guy is kind of angling it more like, you know, I will, I will match your pace and I will tweak it to how you respond. So, uh, yeah, seems seems a bit more like gentle for those kind of maybe so beginners or like intermediates. Yeah, it's kind of more like a private lesson then. I guess so, but it's all online. So um, actually, he's on his website here. So I've never heard of this guy before, but um, Zauzar, um is the guy's name. Um, but he's got a channel here. He's got thirty-seven thousand subscribers, so he's not small. Um, basically, just all Smash Brother videos, right? Um, but uh, this is actually the first video here we can see. So yeah, it does look like it's actually kind of like a like an actual like university course. Like he's got all these like presentations. Oh man, that yeah. must have been fun fun to put together. Yeah, yeah. Shinkoe, Shinkamae, it's like your stance, your mindset, I think that is, like Shinkamae. So I think, yeah, it goes back here, like he's saying like steps is like um, number one. I think that's like your mindset before you begin, like how you should get into your mindset. Um, the controller, like Sentaku no to Junbi, so it's kind of like preparing the controller. So I guess like the controller you choose to use is very important, right, for these kind of games. Um, and then like so just like things that you should uh, should and shouldn't shouldn't should and shouldn't do um so I guess this is real just like fundamentals but this seems like the very first uh yeah the first video in the series but it's kind of interesting right yeah that's it's, cool uh, <laughs> I, I'd like to check that out in a in a place in smash i I only have smash uh, 64 though I don't mm. have the uh, I don't have the uh, newest one. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I'm bit... assuming he he's just doing the most recent Smash Brothers, right? Yes, yeah, so I think, yeah, Smash Ultimate, um, which, I mean, for most people, is really is like the ultimate game, right? But I think a lot of these competitive players, they still prefer the older ones. Um, Smash uh, Melee mm. and uh, and Brawl from the Wii. Um, but actually, I learned, I learned a cool Japanese phrase earlier it's not really a phrase but it's another um abbreviation so uh, remember we said like smabara is um smash bros right but here it says like smabara x ya four to <laughs> like so he's like x and four so x is actually smabara x is actually uh smash bros melee and oh, smabara okay. smabara four and i don't know if that's like it's written like like for you right but it might mean actually number four because this is referring to um, on the DS, I think, or the Wii U version. I'm not sure which one. So Smabara 4. <laughs> it's kind of confusing, right? Um, four, four. What is that for? Four. So I think it's like spelled F-O-R, but it's like actually the number four because then I guess you've got, yeah, like Smash Bros. 64, Melee, Brawl, mm. and then Smash Bros. for Wii U. So I think oh, it's like I it's like the number four, but I don't know why they write it F O R instead of just literally the number four, because mm -hmm. it's like three characters instead of one. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just that was just a kind of a, a small detail. I thought wasn't wasn't super important, but 
Uh, it's kind of interesting all the same. Yeah, yeah, it looks interesting. I'm, uh, <laughs> I've been wanting to play some Smash. Uh, there's just so many new characters. So many characters I uh, kind of intimidates me when I when I pick it up, you know. Yeah, I yeah, guess it can be a little play bit tough. Kind of similarly, similarly though, right? They have like mm. the A attacks are like your uh, your basic stuff, and then they each have like specials as well. Oh yeah, for um, sure, yeah. So I guess you can kind of pick it up and play any character, but they all have their own uh, nuance, right? Mm, yeah, definitely. And uh, are they adding the uh, final characters to Smash uh, this year? Yeah, there's some more coming. I think they're on Fighter Pass. Are they on Fighter Pass 2 or 3? I think they're on the second one. Um, wow. I don't follow it that closely, in all honesty. Like I used to when it, f- when it first came out and then they did the first Fighter Pack. And like it wasn't even really like I had any intention of playing the game, but like just knowing like a cool character was coming still got me excited, even though I wasn't even going to play it. Yeah. So like when they said like Banjo Kazooie is going to be in Smash, I was like, yeah, that's like sick, but I still haven't downloaded it. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's yeah, we... quite kind of stupid, but yeah. But uh, but yeah, Smash the game that that never dies, right? Just keeps, that's it. Just yeah, going. yeah. But it's great. I mean, it, it's got like every. Uh, Every character, well, not every character, but yeah, there's still a, a lot, lot of requested. <laughs> I think the most uh, the most requested one is still Waluigi, and I've no idea why they haven't oh. put him in because Waluigi's amazing. I such I heard something that the Waluigi creator hated Waluigi or something. Oh like really? That. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like an accident or something, <laughs> something weird like that. Um. Some like human <laughs> genome projects. He was created in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> They were trying to clone Mario and he just came out of this weird, like, lanky purple baby. <laughs> now, I like Waluigi, man. He's, he's a good guy. But, um, yeah, so Smash Bros. Shinkaku Ko. Uh, if you're interested and you can speak Japanese, I believe it's free. Um, so uh, you can just sign up. And I think he does private lessons, maybe if you pay him. But the, the kind of the bulk of the course is going to be on, like, online on his YouTube channel. So... Yeah, you can check that out. Okay, so our next story of the week is a new video that dropped uh, regarding the the new Pokemon Snap game. So like a gu- guide, basically. Um, snap guide, Lentil region. And I think it kind of just covers like the basics of the game and shows you all the different areas and stuff. Um, but it looks pretty nice. What do you think, Ron? Yeah, it looks looks great. I'm uh, definitely going to buy this because... Uh, I was a huge fan of the uh, N64 mm. uh, Pokemon Snap, and uh, I uh, I was really expecting them to release this on the Wii U, uh, like when the Wii U first came out, and you know it had the gamepad with the camera on it and everything. Yeah, yeah. I I was just totally convinced that there was going to be a Wii U uh, <laughs> Pokemon Snap, uh, and then when it didn't come, I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah, um, yeah. But then here it is. So, I mean, I'm glad. It looks, uh, yeah. I mean, same, yeah, I played the the original one on the 64 and just played it to death. Got every possible combination of like, you know, rare you know, uh, photo chance or whatever it was. Yeah. So super fun. This looks gorgeous, man. Like The, the thing is, like, I'm looking at this game. I know like the scope of the game, if you think about it in terms of like, how big the world is, because it's like, on rails, they can really control what you see. So that probably allows them to like push the graphical fidelity up a bit. Um, but oh, yeah. the, the models really impressed me, man. Like they look so smooth. And like, especially after like Sword and Shield, like Pokemon 
which looked pretty janky and quite rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. I skipped I skipped Sword and Shield because it, it just looked so rough to me and seemed kind yeah. of a little unfinished to me. Although I had some friends that really liked it, so uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think Pokemon Snap is more uh, my speed. Like I, I just enjoy hanging out in the world of Pokemon, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of like, visual games when it's just. Not that the graphics have to be like cutting edge, but like it's just aesthetically nice, right? So, because even this, you know, if you look hard enough, you can still tell it's running on a Switch, right? It's not like <laughs> it's not yeah. like a PS5 or something, but it's just you know everything's smooth and like it's almost got that kind of CGI kind of quality to it, you know? The character models are really nice. Yeah, um, it looks looks great, and uh, I'm excited to find all the little secrets. Because mm. to me, the original was all about just like sort of uh searching through this uh this world and finding like the little hidden gems in there you know Pokemon yeah, no, that, mean, yeah. That, you know were hidden in some way or you know little events like you know you used to be able to get pikachu to like ride the beach ball or like you know that that kind of stuff yeah um, yeah yeah so i feel like everyone who played the original pokemon snap sort of had their own adventure their own story to tell you know like yeah the, yeah yeah the Depending on what secrets they found and which Pokemon they could they could catch. You know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think that was it because it was all scripted, right? Wasn't it? But there was such a variety of stuff. But yeah. that kind of moves on to the next point that I wanted to make is like that game came out 1999, right? Oh, um, yeah. And that was the same year as Pokemon Gold and Silver. So there were only two generations of Pokemon when that game came out. Mm. But now we're on the eighth, the ninth gen of Pokemon, and there's over a thousand Pokemon as well. Oh, so, wow. you know, the kind of the variety that they can offer in this game now is just just by the fact that there's so many different types of creature, you know, they can really like flesh out a lot more. Yeah, I, I wonder how, how many they're going to have. Like, yeah. what's the max count of Pokemon in this one? Yeah. Um, oh, this, this looks amazing, like going in the water. That looks yeah, nice. This, this is the most I've seen of the game. Because before, before this, I'd only seen the trailers, you know. Yeah. Uh, but every time I see the game, it looks better. Uh, so uh, so do, you, sure. do you think you'll be picking this one up um, on I release think, day? I think so, actually, yeah. I was kind of thinking about it, you know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really a big Pokemon guy. Like, it's definitely way more nostalgia for me. But, mm. yeah, I think I'll pick this one up. It looks just, yeah, it just looks like a lot of fun. Especially when I've had like a stressful day. Just want to chill yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like a pretty casual game, right? This is like yeah, a yeah, yeah. very, very chill hangout kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, I've got some other Pokemon uh, related news. Uh, if you, oh, yeah. If you want to move on to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'll uh, let you introduce our next story. So for the the first group of viewers that as saw our, uh, episode one and two might have noticed I, I got some glasses here. Oh uh, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I got some glasses, but these aren't any uh, ordinary glasses. They're actually Pokemon themed. Oh, the uh, bag is dope, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon themed glasses. Oh, so, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this company um, Jeans uh, Glasses Manufacturer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Collaborate uh, did a collaboration with Pokemon. Yeah, back, that's dope. Back, back looks like that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they have all these different glasses, you know. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, we're looking at the website here. Now. I actually, I do, I do remember this being announced. I think this was like last year, or maybe is this like some new models? 
I'm I not do remember sure when they they started the collaboration. I think um, it was a little while ago. So this is not completely brand new news, but it's probably something a lot of people have never seen before because it obviously is just Japan only, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, but really cool. So what what ones are you wearing there? You got the, the I got, Snorlax. Uh, I got Eevee. Eevee. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, they look a bit thin, don't they? I quite like yeah. the Snorlax ones. Yeah, the they're thick in my, ones. A bit more my style. Yeah. And what really but, impressed me about these is uh, the designs look so good. Like they do, you, don't they? Yeah. When you go in the store and try them on, I mean, they all just like are are very. Uh, they feel like natural glasses. You know, they're not like too much like yeah, kids yeah, style yeah. Or, or the colors are <laughs> subtle enough you know like they're not bright like plasticky colors or anything yeah i know what you mean um, i'm trying to i can't find the ones you've got eevee where is she oh, oh think, there these ones yeah, here we go i think it's the second one or on oh they got different variations okay nice nice yeah nice. there's there's color variations on on yeah. each of them so oh, they're, um, they're not that expensive either yeah not too bad 120 uh, bucks yeah yeah, so um, it came with a lot of goodies. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. See. I have a. This could be you, Ryan. Oh, that is me. That's yeah. The... Oh, 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 shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it is you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just the hair was the different different direction that threw me off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah. So what we got in the box, man? Oh yeah. Uh, let me show off some of the goodies here that came with it. Um, so I I've got the bag here. Yeah, uh, that's nice. Which has yeah. these sort of pixelized. Uh, Mm-hmm. Pixelized guys, and on the back is Pikachu. Yeah, um, cool. And uh, the the case is even Pokemon themed. I don't know if you can see here, but uh, uh, it's oh, got a, yeah, po- nice. a, a Pokeball there. That's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you get a Pokemon themed case, and the inside of the case is also. Oh yeah, nice. That looks awesome. You got Snorlax, Eevee, Pikachu, Mew. Yeah. Got That's some, cute, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pixelated guys there. Yeah. And uh, lastly, the, the cleaning cloth is... Ah, uh, uh, dope. <laughs> it's, even, it's even cut into, like, pixels. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, That's dope. Uh, yeah, I really like it. It's uh, Nice, nice. So, Actually, yeah. I, I, need to get, I need to get some new glasses. I might get those Snorlax ones. They look pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, I, I just came across these by chance. I was, mm. uh, I was uh, going out trying to... Uh, get some uh look at some glasses and i just happened to see these pokemon ones mm. and uh just had to get them you know like yeah. <laughs> it was just there were i had no choice they were they were too cool to uh that you know they were literally they pulled a gun out of you in the shop and said I, if, yeah <laughs> if you don't fucking buy these run <laughs> i just i just knew as soon as i saw them like i'm i'm gonna buy those you know yeah but they, <laughs> they look cool man they look i mean they look, they look quite sharp anyway but like they're very like um like I couldn't even tell they were Pokemon, right? They just look very like suave. Oh, thanks, man. I yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even from the photos, but it's easier like because when I see you like wearing them, but like even from the pictures on the website, like even the one that's like Pikachu, like the uh, I like quite like the, the the arms here. They're like bent into like a zigzag, like his tail, which is like a really nice detail, right? But if you but if you just looked at that, you'd have you, no you idea. Wouldn't, you wouldn't yeah. know. Uh... Mm. Yeah, I, I work with kids and uh I've been telling all my students like, hey, I got I got Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> cool, yeah, yeah. Because I think it, it says on the inside like Pokemon Company or something. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So, I've seen some of the details. It says yeah. Yeah, they've been getting a kick out of that. So, uh, but very subtle, yeah. Okay, and in our final bit of news this week, uh, an iconic landmark in Akihabara has been replaced by the the new generation. 
<laughs> so I'm of course talking about uh, the AKB48 billboard that's been uh, affixed to this Don Quixote mega store for decades now. Um, it does change from time to time, you know. Uh, they change it with the different girls or in the different bands. Um, but it's always been AKB48. And for anyone that doesn't know, AKB48 is just a, a J-pop idol group. There's 48 girls and AKB stands for Akihabara. And uh, it's just, yeah, very, very iconic. <laughs> but mm. it just kind of shows the the power of Genshin Impact. It just comes in and just steamrolls over one of the biggest media, like money-making businesses in Japan. <laughs> wow. You know, I was really surprised by this news because I didn't know Genshin Impact was that popular. Yeah, well, I think it is popular generally, but I think in Japan actually it's quite it's quite huge. Um, I, I noticed a, a lot of advertisements for it on uh, the Yamanote Sen, like the mm. the main loop line in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they heavily advertise it on the on the train, like on billboards and stuff. That's true. Um, I don't go Yamanote too often, but yeah, I've actually Yamanote. I always see like video game adverts. I yeah. always like Nintendo ones as well on there. Yeah, Nintendo has a pretty regular uh, regular ads there, I think. Uh, mm. But yeah, Gen- Genshin is, is really well uh, advertised. Yeah, marketing. yeah. Um, so this uh, Tsuru... I can't even read this guy's name. This guy, Tsuru... Tsuru Miroho. <laughs> I'm not sure that's, that's not a real word. But this user, anyway, he took these pictures and shared them on Twitter. Um so, yeah, we've got kind of a double display here. Um, and, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of you guys have been to Japan. You'll know that, you know, a lot of these adverts, they just go, like, all the way up the building. It's got that kind of, like, Times Square kind of feel to it, you know. It's just the adverts are huge. Um, uh, but this one, yeah, it's all traces of AKB have been squashed, except for this uh, this bit on the side here where it says uh, AKB48 Gekijou, which is, like, the theatre so like the reason that that billboard was always there is because on the eighth floor of that building, there's the theater where the band performs. And apparently even through like the coronavirus, they've still been performing there, doing their shows every day. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to say for like international, you know, audiences um, in the West, but it seems like Genshin is really getting big in Japan. Right. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they also made it like a mobile game. So you can see, like, you know, it's advertised as being, like, PS4, but it's also, like, iPhone and Android. It's probably one of its most played platforms in uh, Japan. Yeah, um, I, I tried it on my phone, actually. Uh, when it first came out, I downloaded it. Uh, it it was running really poorly, though, so I just mm, deleted it. But uh, maybe, maybe it runs better on newer models of phones. Yeah, um, I feel probably it runs better on the iPhone because um, the, the graphics chips in iPhones are actually pretty decent. You know, oh, if the game really? if the game is coded well enough, um, yeah, because Apple makes their own silicon for the phones, so yeah, they they, they can really like their kind of uh, I think it's called Metal, which is like their graphics like API for the phones, but they can mm. really tune it into the the processor right, so they really manage to get a lot of like performance out of it. So although I'm not a big fan of iPhones, like the the graphics on the iPhone only games or like you know, games that are like heavily used on the iPhone tend to be, yeah, pretty impressive. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I downloaded it for my uh, computer 
actually mm. just last night we played it like maybe 30 minutes mm. and uh it looks really good man it's like uh it's like a breath of the wild but it runs at like 4k 60. yeah you know? yeah um I'm, i don't think the gameplay is as good as breath of the wild like it, it doesn't seem as like carefully put together yeah no i know what you mean uh, yeah um it, it's it's a lot of content it seems like but it does you know breath of the wild was so meticulously planned and like mm. it, it just uh very uh well crafted game yeah, where, yeah uh, sure. and genshin looks really good runs smooth and a uh, gameplay similar to breath of the wild but to me it, it's kind of lacking that uh that uh artistic quality that the uh that the zelda series has i think but uh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean for sure. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to trying to, you know, trying it out um, soon. And I don't know if it's online, but maybe we can jump in a game together. And, um... Yeah, yeah, I I got it downloaded now, so I'm definitely trying to check it out. <laughs> I I only yeah, played yeah. like 30 minutes, so I, I can't really judge it yet. Oh, but, for uh... sure. Yeah, yeah. Especially a game on that scale, you've always got to give it a, a good good amount of time to really sink in, but. All right, so uh, let's check out some of these uh, new releases for the week. Yeah, so, nice. Uh, what we got up first? I guess first up we have a uh, Pac-Man '99 from uh, from Nintendo. Oh I yes, think it's from Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, well, Nam so, Namco is the original developer, right? Um, but it might be like a a collaboration. Um, yeah, because it seems to be replacing uh, the Mario Thirty Five. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, it must be some kind of uh, some kind of deal going on with Nintendo, and Possibly, uh, they had, yeah. they had Tetris ninety nine as well uh, from a year or two ago. Yeah, so, so I'd imagine it's some kind of collaboration um, with Bandai and uh, yeah Nintendo kind of teaming up. Um, but yeah, it looks looks pretty fun. I mean, it's the usual kind of like hecticness when you you get when you combine like a simple game but with like just so many players right <laughs> mm. yeah did you play I, tetris 99 i did i i played tetris uh 99 quite a lot actually i, I liked it uh yeah it's just uh it's just t intense right it's so hectic <laughs> yeah I, I i like how tetris is kind of short and sweet and, you know yeah just, uh, yeah it's a fun one to get into i i didn't play mario as much than mario 35 yeah um, yeah I uh, I played maybe once or twice, and I thought it was fun. But uh, I think a lot of people said World One and World One One and One Two just like get repeated so many times. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it kind of lost interest to me a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Pac-Man. This is probably going to be great, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's got a very similar vibe to um, uh, Tetris Ninety Nine. Cause, I mean, the yeah. screen is even laid out exactly the same way, right? Yeah, yeah, so, and, uh, and uh, since I'm a, I'm on the Switch Online membership, so I guess I should just download this one. Yeah, yeah, it's well, uh, uh, included, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's just it's just part of the package. That the, that was the deal with uh, Tetris and uh, Mario Thirty Five as well. You know, it was just kind of given to you for free. But that that also allows them to like say like oh you know we're taking it away again now which is kind of annoying. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it yeah. is weird how they just disappear. Yeah. Um, yeah so. I, I don't like that so much but uh, I think they did do a physical release for uh, for Tetris ninety nine. Um, 
I think I saw I saw some physical copies. Oh, they of it. they did they did yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so maybe who knows maybe someday Mario 35 or Pac-Man uh, 99 would get a physical release as well. Possibly, um, yeah. It's hard it, to say, yeah. <laughs> it, it would be cool to see all three of them, you know, mm. like in a in a pack. Well, uh, this is our next game of the week, uh, which is called a uh, Yudu Camp, which is a uh, Yudu Camp, which is actually based on an anime, which I've not watched, um, but I've been to the place that this place is based on. This game is based on, or this, oh, really? this anime is based on. I actually so, saw the the first few episodes of that anime. Uh, mm, I think it's on on Netflix. Mm, uh, yeah, it it was kind of kind of slow for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's real like slice of life stuff, isn't it? It's just like you know, like uh, girls go camping and hang out and have fun, and fairly like uneventful, but it's just like nice, right? It's just lovely. <laughs> yeah, just pleasant, pleasant uh, people making friends and. Learning yeah, about yeah. nature and stuff like that. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, uh, but the game, uh, I'm wondering, how are they going to make a game from this? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, that's actually what I was about to say. Is I think that it's uh, it's like a virtual reality experience. So you can see oh, the guy yeah. moving the camera now, right? So the girl's moving. Actually, the graphics are pretty decent, aren't they? That looks pretty nice for a Switch game. Like a photo of Mount Fuji back yeah, there. It's, yeah, it's like a kind of painting, but then like the, the character model on her is pretty decent. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah, so you, I guess your character is the girl with the red hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and basically, yeah, it's, it, from what I'm aware, it's all, it's basically not on rails. So you just kind of go through the story and it's mm. more like, it's more like a, like a playable episode of the anime. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you just go and go through it and, you know, you read the text. And so obviously at the moment now they're, they're sharing the picture with their friends in like the, the line chat or whatever. Um, which, uh, which systems is this for? This is on Switch and I think it's on PS4 as well. Oh, okay. I which see. tends to be the case with most like Japan-only games. <laughs> this would be a great uh, Japanese study game. I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Very easy to follow along. Like just friends chatting, you know, mm. going on trips together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I think uh, Rin is one of the girls. I think the Rin is the character that you play as, and then uh, the other character—I'm not sure her name—but it's a bit hard to pick up from from here. But uh, yeah, basically, this is just yeah, like a playable anime. If we skip through a little bit here, um, yeah, yeah, it's all voice acted. It sounds really nice. It looks really cool. Uh, we saw a little bit there. There's like a, it's almost like photo Pokemon Snap, you know, take a little photo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last week we also had that kind of virtual virtual reality type game. Um, yeah, yeah. Travel game as well. Mm. So that's maybe because spring, you know, spring's here. Everyone wants to get out and uh, yeah, possibly. We're getting a lot of these kind of travel uh, nature yeah. themed games. It looks like there was there was actually another version of this, like a, a previous version. So this is like a sequel almost, but basically oh, really? the other one the other one looked the same. But I think that did come out before like the whole Corona thing. So I can't say that this was completely fueled by you know people's mm. desire to leave the house. But yeah, it looks nice, pretty pretty decent, right? Yeah, yeah, it looks good. I'm uh, yeah, I, I would try that out. Okay, so our next game for the week uh, is Trails of Cold Steel Four. Which uh, I'm not aware of this series, Ryan. But you said you've you've checked it out before. Yeah, I I was just uh, looking it up the other night actually because I I haven't played through any of them. 
but mm. apparently this is a, a like a 10 game long series that tell like one overarching story through all the games uh, okay. of, of like a great conflict between nations or something uh, sounds pretty cool uh, uh okay but uh apparently it takes like each game is like almost 100 hours and and there's 10 yeah, of them. yeah <laughs> so yeah it, and uh this is the conclusion of uh one of the the story arcs this is yeah the, um yeah. so I, I i i wanted to check it out um but then mm. online everyone was saying well if you want to play this first you got to start at number one you know cause oh, this is number damn. Four. <laughs> and then, pe then people were saying well if you want to start with that one you need to first play like the, the games right. that came before that i see yeah. uh, it look, looks a bit like um xenoblade chronicles it's got like aesthetic to it yeah yeah that looks or, very uh, xenoblade that does yeah do you know uh valkyria chronicles literally it's, what i was about to say yeah it looks like xenoblade mixed with valkyria chronicles yeah uh, yeah so i actually would like to check this out but i just don't know if i'm gonna have the the time to actually invest in the story yeah it does um, look like a big time sink doesn't it um yeah and and there's so many games in the series um yeah yeah this but actually this looks looks better than i thought it would in all honesty <laughs> yeah well you, you see the name legend of heroes and it, it you know it's uh I, i'm not too fond of that name uh it's a bit uninspired isn't it yeah like but uh i think in japanese it's uh was it AU Densetsu? Okay, so we've got another new release this week, a Poison Control, which uh, looks kind of interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I thought this one looked kind of cool. It's like mm. a, kind of like a Persona art style. Yeah, like it's Persona definitely got that vibe, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, the gameplay looked like a Splatoon to me. Yeah, like you, you know, paint, the, paint the floor, right? It's kind of got that. Yeah, it also so, looks uh, a bit like uh, Disgaea. Do you know that game? Oh, I've never played it, but I, I've heard it. Yeah, it's kind of like a dungeon kind of... Not dungeon crawler, but it's like a kind of isometric view. And the characters look a bit like that. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if this is uh, how the gameplay is, but uh, mm. just from watching the trailer, it looks really interesting. Mm. Oh yeah, actually, so when he goes into like first-person view, it looks even more like Splatoon, doesn't it? Because they even oh, shoot yeah. like balls of color, like whatever it was like. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting, uh, interesting concept. I don't think this is one I'll actually ever play because it looks like there's just too much stuff going on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, too much stuff to learn. A lot like, of these games we, we cover on the new releases is stuff I would love to just like try out. But, yeah, uh, just for like like an hour or something, right? But yeah. But uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of a, kind of a cool art style. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fun, man, yeah. So our final game of the week is uh, Saga Frontier Remastered. Um, another kind of classic JRPG, right? Yeah, yeah. PlayStation uh, by by Square. Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, they got a, a remaster coming out. Although I believe they have smooth, smoothed out the pixels, which... Uh, I'm not so fond of. I, I quite like the pixels. Yeah, they've uh, kind of like airbrushed it, haven't they? Yeah, like I think they did this to Chrono Trigger as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where they they uh, kind of made these uh, sort of brush style sprites. Yeah. And um, for me, I think I would prefer to just play the uh, 
play the more pixelated one. Um, Possibly, yeah. I but, don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe the enhancements, you know, to the uh, to the gameplay systems could could be nice. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, from what I'm aware, like you know, recently Square have been kind of re-releasing a lot of. Oh, you know, they love to re-release a lot of old games, right? Um, probably yeah. most famously, you know, like the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, but they also did um, Secret of Mana, uh, uh. one. No, sorry, two and three, uh, second and Zetsu, two and three. Um, but they got like full 3D remakes, and oh, especially the yeah. mo the more recent one, second and Zetsu three. Uh, oh yeah, which I loved on the original SNES. Um, which I actually played when I was a kid using a Japanese like fan translation, because obviously it never got ported to the West. Um, but you know, I still haven't picked up the new one, but I really want to get it. Maybe get on the PS Five. But I really like the way they did that, the the 3D models. Um, but yeah, yeah, this looks a bit more, a bit more lazy. Um, but it might be because it just wasn't a, as big a franchise, so maybe they couldn't, they couldn't justify spending all the money on it. You know. Yeah, I I didn't play the original one. Uh, I I never actually had the uh, original PlayStation. Yeah. I, I was it had the N64, but uh, yeah, this uh. I like uh, I like that they're giving the old games more attention though and bringing them back, you know. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, you know, so available. It's always good to see not new games, right? But like, I think a lot of these RPGs, like, they've already been done, right? So you just, mm. it's just hard to make a new RPG that's like original. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah. Just like yeah. you just just do the same one again, but just make it look nicer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this is quite interesting. It's got like a very kind of like um, the pre-rendered like backgrounds. It's got a very like FF seven kind of vibe to them. But oh yeah, uh, but the, the chibi character style looks a bit like Seiken Denditsu or like Secret of Mana. Mm. And then like also like I don't know the way the animations work and like the people jumping around it looks a bit like Mario RPG as well, um, oh, which yeah. was also developed by Square. So like they basically had like the monopoly on JRPGs back in the nineties. Oh but yeah, this actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'll be up for checking this out. But uh, yeah, so I guess that's the Sega Densetsu Sega Saga Frontier <laughs> Saga Frontier it. remake. <laughs> the Sega Saga Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting them all confused. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it looks decent, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll pick that one up actually. All right, so uh, why don't we move on to the sales for the week? All right. So we've got uh, in first place um still uh monster hunter rise it did another two hundred seventy-seven thousand units this week which is pretty colossal um so it's taking it over one and a half million sales now so again pretty pretty impressive and in oh, second yeah. place i think also second place it stayed there hasn't it super mario 3d world and even more motaro than Tetsu. so there's not been much shuffling up um, oh yeah, and those three games are all, all huge, right? Just mm -hmm. super popular. Um, yeah, so uh, the only new entry this week is Outriders, which ah, is, Outriders. Uh, yeah, Square in its game, but I feel like definitely much more orientated to the Western audiences. Um, ah, I see. I, I'm not really familiar with Outriders, actually. Um, yeah, I've not uh, played it, but it, it looks quite similar in like, mechanics to like Destiny, so it's like, kind of an online like team shooter and the graphics look very similar as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just didn't think it ever it looked like something that would, would be popular in Japan. 
And we can see here, like, you know, on PS4, it sold uh, six and a half thousand units and PS5, it sold two and a half. So 9,000 copies in a week for a brand new game is it's pretty abysmal, especially when you ah. see you see the quality of the game. It's it's definitely like that AAA kind of like presentation. Ah. So um, yeah. I guess that's not going over very well. Um, so bit of a bit of a shame for Square Enix, but you know, if they keep pumping out these little like you know Saga Frontier remasters as well, then mm. <laughs> I'll yeah, forgive they, them. They put out quite a bit of like there's a a lot of games they come out with every uh, every year. Yeah, well, they're one of the biggest publishers now, aren't they? So, you know, as well as the stuff you instantly associate with Square Enix, you know, they also publish things like, you know, like Tomb Raider or, you know, the Outriders or whatever. They they have a lot of IPs, so mm. uh, it's quite I interesting see. to see. Um, but everything else here looks pretty standard. Um, you know, most of it, again, is Switch. Actually, I think, yeah, this, this week, the only non-Switch game is Outriders. So yeah, the oh, PS4. Wow. It's it, but I mean, it's basically the same game. So it it does occupy two slots, but you know, um, but all the way down to the thirtieth place is, is Switch. So we've got Denji Dego still doing pretty decent. Oh yeah, but I mean, to, total, it's only sold thirty thousand copies. So it's not really good, is it? Yeah, I don't nah. know. What, I don't know what like number is considered like a, a successful game in Japan based on like the size of the population and like. The adoption of consoles but you know it's definitely not thirty thousand copies <laughs> yeah 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 should, should be more than that i guess i guess around uh let's see maybe uh two million would be yeah uh, well that's i think that'd be, well. I, i'd probably say about half a million based on like the size of japan and its population but i think two million would be like very very good right and then yeah. if you game you've got games like pokemon hitting like four million uh, Animal Crossing almost on seven million. It's <laughs> kind of crazy, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but yeah, in total, nothing new there. And uh, you know, hardware sales pretty much carries on form from last week. Uh, the Switch is almost on twenty million units in Japan, oh, wow. which is mental. Um, so you can see here, Switch, like you know, OG model and the uh, the light is pretty even. There's only ten thousand between it. But together, you know, it sold 150 units this uh, this week, and oh. uh, yeah, almost on 20 million combined. Uh, PS5, 16,000, 16,500. Um, well, actually, 20,000 because you got digital only as well here. Um, but again, I think this is going to be the same story for quite a while until it's back in stock. That like, I think that's basically that sold out that week. That was all that was available. Mm. Um, and obviously, you can't sell more than you have right so i think that number would definitely be higher it's just uh it's just there's not any for sale <laughs> it's a bit tricky right <laughs> oh yeah yeah i i kind of want to pick one up myself but uh mm. but uh i i think i'm gonna hold out until they're more uh readily available yeah it's a bit trickier they're still running the uh, like the chusen uh, lottery systems right oh yeah that's how you got yours right yeah, yeah. Um, I think actually, yeah, we were going to use this in the story this week, but um, kind of got demoted. But uh, yeah, for me too. They, they tend to announce uh, this is a Yamada Denki. Um, this sh shop. This is actually where I bought mine from, the one near my house. Um, but when I ordered mine, I basically entered like four different raffles, um, and yeah, I won the one from Yamada Denki. They just emailed me and said, "Congratulations, you've been picked." And um, 
yeah, it'll be reserved from your selected store on launch day. So it was pretty, it was pretty good actually, because launch day for PS5, when I walked down there, I, my intention was to get up like super early and be there like the minute the shop opened. But then I was a bit tired. I couldn't be bothered. So I was like, whatever, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm over 30 now. I don't have the energy for that shit anymore. So mm. I went down there at like 10 a.m. And there was no one there. You know, I went up to like the sixth floor of the shop where they had the game section. And uh, the, the checkout was there and they had about 10 registers lined up. No, like for always, not just for this launch, but they just have 10 registers on that floor. And there was about five staff on each registers. And then there was like four customers being served already. So when I went up there, there was like the guy, kind of the usher. And he said, oh, you know, have you come for PS5? Do you have a reservation already? I said, yeah, yeah. And I showed him the email. And he said, oh, okay, just go. And then he sent me to like the the open register, the guy who wasn't doing anything. Um, so yeah, at least he was like straight to the queue. And I just said, um, you know, can I get a copy of like Spider-Man as well, Miles Morales? And he was like, yeah, sure. He just put it all together, paid for it. And uh, that was it, man. I was like, I was out of the shop in like five minutes. It was crazy. Wow, that's that's wild. It, it was uh, <laughs> it was so easy. I guess because yeah. you you were there early, right? I mean, you were, yeah, you were yeah. one of the first people to to get it. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it was day one, but um, yeah, there just there didn't seem like a lot of stock at all. So even though they sold out, I think maybe about fifty people that day turned up to pick one up. You know. Hmm. So uh, yeah, pretty crazy. But only this is the same case all across the world. So. Nothing too much to report here. Um, but yeah, that wraps us up for um, sales charts. And uh, let's give an ordinary mention to Xbox Series X with 122 units. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking the crown only from the very last place, Xbox Series X with 37. Ooh, piss 37 poor, units. Piss poor sales. That's pretty bad, isn't it? And total, it's got 40,000 units sold mm. in Japan, which, you know, were how far into the life cycle now? Maybe like five months already. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too bad for Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. So um, why don't we, f- yeah, let's wrap it up with our uh, Japanese phrases, words, findings of the week. Uh, I'll let you take it away for this section, Ryan. So, uh, yeah, my word for the week is Saikido. Mm. Uh, which is to uh, reboot or to restart uh, like a computer or, or a game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's also uh, just Kido is to launch or start. So mm. uh, that's a pretty useful one. Uh, every time I need to update my computer, it says Saikido. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So um, Me- at first I was just clicking it and uh, I figured out what it meant through, uh, through trial and error. But uh, mm. now, now I have... Uh, I've added this one to my uh, my lexicon. Ah, that's nice. So, yes, con- context sensitive learning, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's one you just gotta know, gotta learn eventually. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a lot so, of these um, like computer words. Um, yeah, I always like the you know like the breakdown of the kanji as well because like yeah look, this is like again, uh, this is to wake up. So this is using like okiru, so it means to wake up. So it's arouse. That's quite a nice word. It's arouse. And then to move, right? Like uh, undo is like exercise or something like that. So again, waking up movement <laughs> to oh, restart, yeah. right? So, you know, what I love about Japanese in terms of the kanji is like when you know the meanings of like a lot of kanji, it's much easier to understand the meaning of a word. Or you can, pr- mm. even if you don't know how it's read. So, you know, you have the uh, furigana here. This is like the actual, the literal pronunciation of the words. But if you don't have that, I would just look at that and be like, again, wake up movement 
uh, restart, you know, like that's how I would like kind of guess it. Yeah. I didn't know the word already. So yeah, that's quite useful. Yeah. So how about you, Julian? What's, uh, what are your words for the week? Uh, yeah. So actually I started out with one. Um, it's kind of a bit of a laundry list of words. So uh, anyone knows what this word is. You know, this is quite a fundamental word. Jordan just means joke, right? So um, I didn't just learn this week, this word this week, you know, but I've known this word for a long time. But I learned a, week, a word this week, uh, which is dajare, which um, was used, yeah, like in a kind of a jokey conversation between two characters. And someone said, you know, someone makes a joke and the other person says it's like a, a shit joke or a feeble joke. Um, so dajare, but if you take the da off, to me it's useless. Um, and you just, you change it to share. This is like a, just a joke, a pun, a jest, a witticism. <laughs> um, but I'm still kind of trying to like decipher the the nuance between all these words. Um, and when I was looking up this, um, again, this is another word, uh, words that I already knew, but I thought they would be good to share because uh, they're all connected, right? Uh, this comes from an English word, a gag, gagu, you know, so that's really easy to follow along. It even has a verb, gagaru, <laughs> which I think is quite funny. Oh, really? I, I that sounds like, sounds like the word gaggle, gagaru, mm. like in English, gaggle, right? So that kind of matches. Um, and we've got a uh, Oyaji gag, which is a pretty funny one. Dad, dad joke, right? <laughs> That's it, yeah. Warner joke is a dad joke, yeah. So Oyaji just means father, a dad. So it's literally his dad joke. Um, and yeah, another one which gets used quite a lot is a netta. So netta um, can mean like information, news, item, you know, but in this context, yeah, joke. Um, but you can put them together in lots of different contexts. And the one that um, I hear quite a lot actually is this neta baret, which is like a spoiler, which again is really useful for games, right? You don't want to get spoiled um, about the story or whatever. Um, so this comes from bareru, which is to, to be caught or be, to be found out. Um, and the final one is uh, shimoneta which is a dirty joke. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> shimo meaning like below, right? So it's like, it's like down, you know? So like, it's like way we say like toilet humor or like a pot potty humor or something, right? Because it's, it's below us, right? It's, mm. uh, so it's, it's funny how like the languages kind of share the same logic in terms of like naming that kind of joke. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Cool. So uh, that wraps us up for episode three, Ryan. Do you have any closing words for our lovely listeners at home? Uh, let's see. Well, I'd say uh, keep uh, gaming. <laughs> <laughs> that was an Oyaji gag. Maybe yeah, not even, it wasn't go. even that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I need, a, need to get a pun in there. You need yeah. a better sign-off. We'll, we'll work on that for next week. Yeah, work on my <laughs> sign-off. Um, but what are you going to play this week? You got any goals to play something new? Uh, going to keep going with Nier, for sure. Mm. Uh, that's been a work in progress. Uh, I never played Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, And I, oh, I yeah, have it installed yeah. on my computer, but I haven't opened it yet. So mm. I might check that out as well. Yeah, that would be hard if you play that in Japanese. That'd be really difficult. But Oh, yeah. I think uh, I'm going to... Engl do that one in English, probably. I, I would advise so, yeah. Some games yeah. I just don't bother, like, because it's not even like it's about the difficulty. It's just that, like, the understanding 
it just goes so over my head that well, I guess it is about the difficulty, but it, it's just like it's just not fun, you know. Like, and I'm not yeah. I'm not passively absorbing it. It's just it's just going over my head, and I don't understand anything. I mean, so even in English, <laughs> you know, in English, Metal Gear doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so hard <laughs> so, to keep up with. So, yeah, wow. but it's a cool game. Yeah, I definitely advise. Um, yeah, and I'm hoping to finish up. I get that platinum on God of War this week. I want to do that? But yeah, it's one of those ones. They go go around the map and you know mop up all the collectibles and stuff. And there's a few like combat challenges, but they're really tough, man. So if I get that done, hopefully. Um, yeah, if you guys at home, if you're interested in learning some Japanese, then I'll be doing some more uh, episodes of Learn Japanese with Nino Kuni. So I did the first oh, stream. Yeah. Uh, did the first stream yesterday, actually. Was it yesterday? I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. Last night, right? <laughs> yeah, my life's so busy. Yeah, we did uh, last stream yesterday. Um, uh, and yeah, we'll be doing the next one in a couple of days. I'll try and keep that consistent. That is my motivation for getting through a JRPG. Because if I feel like <laughs> if I stream it, then I'm more accountable for my actions. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thanks for joining me, Ryan. Uh, it's been yeah, a fun thanks one. Thanks for having me. I'll see you again next week. And all to all you lovely people at home, thanks for listening. See you next time.